Hey y'all, welcome to Confident Health, your guide to finding your true total body health. I'm your host, Allie, a certified fitness and nutrition coach driven to help you discover the real you and to love her even more. Each week, we'll discuss topics on fitness, nutrition, body confidence, overall general health, self-love, and just living life. I'm so excited you're here. So let's go find your confident health. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Confident Health Podcast. I'm your girl, Allie, and today I'm going to talk about something that I feel like is starting to become normalized, and I'm not sure that it should be, and that is bloating, okay? I feel like I've been seeing a lot of posts from fitness profiles, things like that, where they show a picture of themselves at one point, and then shortly after like a meal or something, they're bloated and their stomach is distended, and they're saying that this is normal, I'm here to say that it's really not, okay? And this is coming from someone who also used to believe that was normal, who used to be bloated more days than she was not. I would feel bloated after meals. I would start feeling good in the morning, and then by mid-afternoon, evening, it was uncomfortable. I spent a lot of time working on reducing the amount of bloat, and I actually track days when I'm bloated and days when I'm not, and it thankfully now is way less bloating than what it used to be. And when I say that it's not normal, studies have shown that between 10 to 25% of just normal people experience bloating. So that means a majority of people do not. Like that more common that you do not experience bloating than that you do, but it's starting to become normalized that having that feeling and having that distended abdomen is normal. And that's something that you should be feeling after meals and things like that. Sometimes it's just uncomfortable, like you can feel that it's distended. Other times it can be very uncomfortable. It can be painful. It can be, make you feel bleh, right? Like you don't feel good about your body. And honestly, your body's not feeling good either, okay? So today I'm going to dive into reasons why you might be bloated, ways to kind of clear it up and make it not so common, and just kind of dive into this. Now, Bloating can be caused by some serious things. So if you are experiencing bloating, don't don't freak out yet. We're going to dive into a bunch of different causes, like I said, because for most people, it's not super severe, but it can be a sign of some serious issues. So let's dive into that. So like I said, most people don't experience severe bloating. There are some people that do. And what exactly does cause bloating? You know, it's typical from, obviously, intestinal gas. Like, something you ate isn't digesting properly, so you're building up additional gas. So if you get bloated directly after eating, it could be a sign that you have a digestive issue. It might be as simple as eating too fast. Yeah, if you eat too much food too quickly, it will cause you to bloat. So if that's sounds like that's the case, I would definitely pay more attention to how you're eating eat slower, drink water, kind of take your time to let your body digest it properly, okay? Don't just shovel it in because if you've ever shoveled in a meal, I'm sure you know afterwards you feel bloated, you feel uncomfortable. Another one, it could be that you have a food intolerance. Something that you ate isn't being digested properly by your body. It doesn't like it. It can be, you know, your glutens, your dairies, things like that, you know, 
Dairy for me definitely triggers some bloat. So I watch what I eat when it comes to dairy. I do it in smaller doses. You know, if I eat dairy, cheese, milk, things like that, I'm more than likely going to feel bloated for the remainder of the day, okay? Or you could have some other condition that causes the gas and digestive contents to build up, okay? One of the most common ones is your menstrual cycle that can cause very temporary bloating. Ladies, we we know that our periods can lead to some bloating. So this is not something that we're going to really focus on because that's like a different topic for a different day, right? But sometimes a bloated stomach can indicate some serious medical problems. And like I said, it's not super common. 10 to 25% of otherwise healthy people have some occasional bloating. Now, if you're having it every day, that's not occasional bloating. Okay, that's common. That's regular bloating and not something that you should probably be experiencing and you maybe need to reevaluate some stuff. Okay, so like I said, what causes the bloating? It can be gas, more than likely. So something that you're eating is creating a gas that isn't, not necessarily isn't supposed to be there, but it's more than your body is processing, right? Um, Some people have issues digesting certain foods, okay? So like, Sometimes your body cannot absorb or process certain carbohydrates. Often if you have a lot of sugars, that can cause some of it. Like I mentioned, dairy, lactose, carbs in wheat and beans. Beans is one of those that triggers bloating for me. So I am very cautious about when I eat beans, okay? Diets that remove inflammatories like this, are ways that you can figure out which trigger you. And when I experienced this and got figured out my triggers, it was while I was doing the whole 30 weeks that cut out a whole bunch of those foods that are known for giving you gas, okay? There are still some vegetables that a lot of people can eat that will trigger this. But finding out which triggers are yours is super key in reducing that bloat. You can monitor when you're eating those foods and knowing that, I'm going to eat this food, but I'm also probably going to feel this way afterwards. So it's not something that's surprising you or it's not something that you're doing every day to have that uncomfortableness, right? Because we don't want to be uncomfortable all the time. Sometimes it can be a small bacterial growth in your digestive system that can kind of have, when you have too much bacteria growing, it can kind of unbalance things in your gut and that can lead to additional gas, it can lead to bloating, inflammation, things of that nature, okay? Other ways are things like IBS or irritable bowel syndrome, okay? Different diseases, digestive disorders, things like that. It's a lot of different reasons. It can show up mostly as the gas that you get from after eating, but other symptoms that you might have IBS or other disorders would be diarrhea or constipation, nausea, vomiting, sometimes unintentional weight loss, anemia, things like that, okay? So looking for other signs in addition to the bloating can sometimes trigger and let you know that it's more than just what you're eating, okay? So this is kind of one of those things. I've been reading and studying a lot about this as well. Our minds and our guts are very much so connected. Our gut is kind of its own little mini brain. It has a ton of nerves. It has tons of different ways of communicating from your gut to your other body parts. And to be honest, a lot of our emotions 
impact our guts. So if you are extremely stressed, you have been dealing with a lot of emotional things, trauma that can impact your gut severely, okay? Where you're going to start feeling more bloat, more uncomfortableness, you might struggle with losing weight. And it could be from those sources, such, you know, not getting enough sleep, super stressful time at work, super stressful time at life. Did you recently lose a loved one? Things like that, that can cause a lot of emotional trauma can impact your body and your bloat. And sometimes processing some of that, taking time or time for yourself to relax, doing that me time, processing those emotions can help with reducing the bloat, okay? In addition to all those other items, right? Of course, sometimes your digestive contents don't digest very well. If you're not having regular bowel movements, it could be why, you know, you might be having improper amount of fiber in your diet, things like that, that can cause bloating. If you have an obstruction keeping you from having your bowel movements, that can also do it. Weight gain, like if you had a large amount of weight gain, that can kind of distend the stomach a little bit. It's a little bit different way of causing bloat, but it can make you feel that way, right? Next, let's kind of dive into hormones, okay? Your hormones can impact that as well. Okay, if you have your menstrual cycles, obviously our hormones are acting differently and that causes bloating. But also if your hormones are just out of whack, outside of just your period, and you're unbalanced, that can also cause differences in making you feel more bloated. If your estrogen and progesterone levels are not accurate or not where they need to be, that can cause some of those issues as well. So having labs checked to check your levels can help diagnose some of that as well. Of course, I'm not a medical professional, so I'm not going to be the one who's giving you all that information of if you specifically need to do it, but it's a way that you can kind of check that out, cross that off your list, okay? So if you have bloating and it's lasting a while and you're not really sure how to get rid of it, you know, obviously evaluating your diet is probably step one of helping reduce your bloat, helping you feel more better on the daily since that is one of the main causes of it, right? Doing an elimination diet where you start removing foods, you can either remove them all at once or you can pick one food saying, I'm going to try not doing this for 30 days, eating this type of food for 30 days to see if that helps. Okay, you can kind of cycle it through that. Whatever works for you, doing that can be very helpful, okay? But if you have a bad bloating day and you just want to get rid of the symptoms, there are some ways that you can kind of help do that. Various herbal teas can help reduce bloat. Peppermint is known for helping with reducing that. Ginger, also a really good go-to. You can just consume those. You can add them into teas, things of those. Those are my two favorite go-to like bloat solvers. Ginger is one I discovered when I was running a lot because when I ran long distance, food would often cause some GI issues. And when I would drink ginger ale or have a ginger chews, it would help settle my stomach and reduce that bloat where I would feel a lot more comfortable a lot faster, okay? You can also take antacids to help reduce some of that that can kind of reduce some of the inflammation in your digestive tract to kind of help pass that gas a little bit easier. Magnesium supplements can also help with that. And then of course, the most commonly one that we hear a lot about is 
probiotics. You want to be careful with those because you need to make sure that you're getting the right ones. It can, if you take them for too long, it can disrupt some of your natural gut health. So make sure that it works for you. It does take some time for those to show up. So if you are seeing a lot of bloating, gas issues, just know that it will take a couple of weeks for those probiotics to work. It's not something that you're going to take right away and feel relief like the previously listed ones. So like I said, ways to prevent it, definitely focus on what you're eating, making sure you're getting a proper amount of uh, fiber, making sure that you are eating foods that don't trigger bloating, trigger that excess gas for you. Drinking plenty of water will help flush things through your digestive system, making sure that you're feeling better. Getting exercise can help with that too. I know it's amazing how many of these things float together in just better overall health, but honestly, it really does help. Avoiding those processed foods, like I said, reevaluating your diet is super key and practicing that mindful eating where you're not eating too quickly. I understand that sometimes that happens, but making sure that you're taking your time to digest your food, taking time to allow your body to digest your food instead of just eating it as quickly. This will kind of help you eat until you're full. You're not going to be eating in as excess as you normally would, and it will help reduce the bloat. If you have specific questions about an elimination diet, I am 100% in on talking to you about it, giving you tips and ways to approach that. If you're looking for guidance to get through an elimination diet, like the Whole30, things like that, I'm here. I'm your girl. I do have nutrition coaching where I can help you through that and we can figure out those foods together and we can kind of see what triggers you and what doesn't while you're still hitting your goals. If you are interested in nutrition coaching, go to the link in my show notes. It will give you the application to get yourself on the list to chat with me and we can talk about my coaching program, what it all includes, and getting you started on that process. You guys, bloating isn't normal, but through this podcast, I listed out many ways that can trigger it, many ways that you can help reduce it, and many signs that you can use to help make it better for you because you should not be feeling bloated every single day. You should not feel bloated after every meal. And let's make that not a normal thing so we can feel better, our bodies can function better, and we can throw that bloat out the door because believe me, it feels so good to not be bloated all the time and it makes you feel better in your body knowing that it is working properly and you're feeding it what it needs to do and it's so great. You guys, thank you so much for joining me this week with the Confident Health Podcast. I can't wait to chat with you again next week. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Confident Health. If you love this episode, be sure to share with a friend. Just screenshot, post to Instagram, and tag me at Allie Williamson Fit. So be sure to follow the podcast so you never miss another episode. Chat soon.